I'm James. And I'm Stephen. And you're listening to The, the Big, Big Gay, Gay Bucket, Bucket List. In every show, we're going to be talking about one of the perils of pleasures of growing up gay in Dublin. James, what's on our bucket list today? So, it's a ubiquitous part of modern life. Uh, days are spent agonising over effort choices. Hours pass attempting to decipher potential hidden meanings in location or activity sections. Then the moment arrives and sometimes the heart flutters and it's glorious. Other times the stomach sinks and it's mind-numbing. Today we're talking about dating. Oh god, it's awful isn't I know. It? Well, sometimes it can be great. A lot of times it can be shit. Well, we'll explore it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, James, um, let's put the kettle on for a co-host, co-host catch-up. So, Stephen, tell me, what have you been up to this week? Well, it's actually, it's an incident I had um, on the way to work that I sort of feel I have to talk about because it's mildly embarrassing. Okay. Um, did you fart and pull the transport? I wish I did. That would be less embarrassing than this. Um, so I drive to work every day and I come down the quays usually. Yeah. So anyway, the other morning I was coming down the quays and there's a part after the custom house where the road, so it's two lanes of traffic and they merge into one. Yeah. Um, so like I'm a massive road rider. Yeah, you know, I know from driving. You've been in the car. I've been in the car, which is terrifying. Um, so the, yeah, there's a part where the lane merges, but there's the um, left-hand lane has right away. Yeah. So usually I try and get up before the car beside yeah. me because I'm a road rager. Um, so I done that anyway, and then they inched. They were inching themselves and blowing the horn and yeah. giving me the finger, and we ended up having this massive like road rage incident. Um, and we got down to traffic lights, and we were still at it. He was in the bus lane, <laughs> and I was like giving the finger and shouting. And, <laughs> It was actually, it was really embarrassing. <laughs> Did you feel great about yourself after? Oh. <laughs> no, because I always You get, showed him. I always get this, like, I, I turn into this, like, person that I don't even know. Yeah. Like, I'm so, I'm such a different person when I'm road raging. It's like Britney Spears with the umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but, like, I like to think of myself as, like, a normal, nice person. Yeah. But once I get into, the, like, behind the car, I'm just, like, a completely different person. So, anyway, we're driving down, and, like, it becomes then, it becomes one lane. So, he's, like, stuck behind me, and he's yeah. flashing the lights and everything. Um, we get so far down, I took the turn off for work. He continued on. That was great. So I thought, right, calm yourself down. Listen to some nice music now for the last leg of your journey. Bit of Enya. A bit of Enya. Absolutely. I should have done that. I never even thought of Enya. But anyway, I pulled into the car park and work. And oh, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> that, the car was parked about four cars down from me. Did you see him? I didn't see him. But he obviously works in the same company as me. Which is oh, horrendous. And, and your car is quite a statement car, so he'll see it and This know. is the thing. He's not going like he's never going to see that cream minion. He's going to be like, I'm going to end up with like tires. That's yeah, your tires slashed. You see, the thing would work. So we work. I work in the central building. There's three buildings, so he could be working in another building that I don't know. But I was fucking mortified. I did. I could have cried in the car park when I seen the car. This is going to be another incident, like getting caught by the uh, the farmer. You're going to have to (laughs) sell the car now. No, I really love the minion so much. So that was it anyway. Like I'm like I need to just I need to. Calm down when I'm on the road. You do, yeah. No, I, I can Plus. attest to that. I've seen the first hand. The, uh, well, that's, you're a shit co-host. A shit co-pilot. A shit co-pilot. A, a shit co-host. co-host. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you taking this solo? <laughs> this is now the Big Gay Book List with Stephen Hackett only. <laughs> anyway, that was my mildly embarrassing story that was wildly embarrassing by the time we got to the car park. But tell me oh. this. Uh, I don't have a wildly embarrassing story. So I, I this week finally, finally saw um, "Call Me by Your Name" about like a year later than everyone else. God, you're really late to the party. No, I am, and, and like I, I'd, I'd, it's been so overhyped. Well, so like extremely hyped, and uh, you know, it was, it was a beautiful, beautiful film. It is so sumptuous, and like you can just feel the sunshine coming off the, 
the, the screen and I don't know kind of, I don't really know what I was expecting well I did know I knew what I was expecting I was expecting Army Hammer to be having sex with like a little twink and it, you know he, he's really attractive and it was such an emotional movie and I really did get into it but there's just this one scene in the middle of it where the, the guy fucks a peach he does like he literally fucks he a, peach. a peach and I just I, I just didn't see it coming and it's, it's, it's such a slow moving movie and everything is done just with suggestion like there's not, there's not a huge yeah. amount of kind of like you know even like the, the, the scene where the two of them do finally have sex like it's sort of like the camera pans away and it's like a, a tree a rustling in the, and then just slammed in the middle of it your man fucking just grabs a peach rips it open slams it on a few times then comes takes it out and pops it on the, and, like, and you can literally see the come like leaking out of the peach it was a nice moment it was a it was <laughs> <laughs> what I do I, it's a beautiful film but I think it's a half an hour too long yeah it was it was quite it was quite long but I have to say ha- having said that like I've been over the last while and I think that obviously this movie has had a big influence in this but I've noticed that there's been a move fashion wise towards kind of vintage sportswear and like during the summer kind of like short shorts were all in mm. and I've been kind of getting into that and now I can see very much what it is I'm I'm, I'm I'm very much enjoying that trend. I think it's. I think it looks really, really good and really cool. But I have Not a horrible feeling. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I you can see my short shorts. I look great. I've seen your gold Kylie old pants. <laughs> no, they're brilliant. No. But no, I, I'm. I think style wise, it was fantastic, and I, I'm. I'm. I'm excited for summer to come around next was... year, so I can. Uh, so, so I can in- throw myself enthusiastically into the world of like sort of like Fila short shorts and Elise short shorts and you know those little like, racer shorts they have. Oh yeah. All this tie out on display. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> um, it was the longest film I think ever for the lighthouse. The longest. Yeah, film no, it, ever. It, yeah, it is. It it it, it has been. And then they, they took it down, and then I think two weeks later they put it back. Put up. it back up again. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. Um, but no, it was it was sumptuous and beautiful, and it just it felt like summer, and it made me want to go on holidays, and it made me want to go to northern Italy, and it made me want to have sex with uh, Peach. Peach. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess I'll was... on the way home. <laughs> you should, you should get some of the donut peaches. You can stack them up. <laughs> do you remember that donut with kids game? You could do that with them. <laughs> this week we're going to be talking about dating and kind of in particular those kind of first couple of dates where you're uh, either first dates with someone that you're starting to go out with or those first few where you're still sort of keeping your guard up a bit and getting to know them. Um, you've been back on the dating scene now a little while. How have you found that? Um, I found it this time around anyway that I wouldn't settle for shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I sort of, I've been dealing with a different set of rules or I've been dealing with a different mindset where yeah. I knew what I wanted and if I didn't want it, I walked away from it, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I, I had I had a couple of disastrous ones, well, one or two disastrous ones and then I suppose dating to me... I hate using that word dating. Yeah, I know. It's, it's not something that naturally happens here. No. There's, there's, there's an idea, there's, you've got, from the kind of American TV shows, there's this, this idea of dating and kind of like how it works and it doesn't, I don't know whether it's something that has just started coming to Ireland now recently, but certainly I remember when I was single before uh, myself and, and, and Victor, we, like dating wouldn't have been, um, wouldn't have kind of really been something that felt like it was as, as sort of ubiquitous. Whereas now, sort of whatever, like six years on, it, it's sort of like that idea of kind of, you know, oh, you, ha- you, you arrange a date on a, a Thursday night and you're going for dinner and you, you meet the person. And, the, and it just feels like something that's like really much more 
a much bigger part of the way things are done now in terms of like meeting but before it was kind of like scrambling around kind of in clubs or whatever i think i only agree with that in in the lgbt sense though because obviously dating as a straight thing is definitely an older thing if anything i think straight couples are moving away from that and they're becoming more casual whereas we're only coming getting to oh. that formal stage would you not agree I, no not really I, I kind of feel like as if um, that the structured version of dating that you see in kind of uh, I suppose mostly in American media I don't feel like it really existed in Ireland kind of years ago I think that kind of things were much like it was kind of you know you know very very old schools like you would go to like the dance in the parish hall and then sort of the boys would be on one side the girls would be on one side and then at the end of the night you know you'd match together and that sort of thing where the idea that you kind of you would start on an equal footing and you know you'd ask like oh do you want to go for dinner and then you know you'd have the lead up to it and you'd go and you'd meet for your dinner and, and the, there was like a proper kind of event around the date i think it was all kind of like it was sort of like happenstance and sort of ad hoc is how it kind of happened before and now it feels much more like we're kind of following that that model that exists where it's kind of more organized and you know you're you're kind of i suppose where, where i'm coming from is is that model of like the 50s and 60s particularly in dublin and the cleary's clock thing and yeah i just think it's is that not a thing where people maybe it's not i don't, I don't know, know maybe, maybe i think we, we obviously both have different like we both have different views on it but uh, i i suppose i would have felt that now being single uh, that the the model of dating that exists feels more sort of slightly more formal yeah. or like there's more of a kind of a or may, so maybe it's the mindset I'm in because maybe before I, I wasn't really like I was kind of I was looking for more casual stuff so I wasn't really into the whole idea of kind of like meeting up and and uh, like you know meeting up like for big dinners and, and sort of you know going to the cinema that kind of stuff I wanted it to be more kind of like casual so it's like oh go for a couple of drinks or like you know you meet on the night out or that kind of thing or you like meet with friends out of like you're both of different groups of friends and you just meet up wherever you both happen to be drinking yeah whereas now i suppose it does feel like there's more kind of formal about it and it's more so uh, what i feel like this is from my own personal experience i feel a date is more formal if i don't think i like the person yeah so i i'm i'm automatically more casual if i yeah. actually like the person um when it comes to a dating situation yeah so i don't know whether that's my, my that's just my approach because i actually like that person as opposed to a formal approach when i don't like the person or i don't know if i like the person but i mean if you like if you don't like if you know you don't like the person why are you going on a date no with no, them? no i don't <laughs> I, 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 no, I don't mean in that sense I'm, i've got I, a quote <laughs> No, but you know, like when you don't like, yeah. you can get a you can get a good sense of somebody by um, yeah. chatting to them before. Well, here's you meet here's it. a weird thing though. I I don't know if this sort of happens to you. It's these sort of like little like intense kind of micro relationships where you're chatting to someone because a lot of times you're you're meeting a person. Um, the, the way that you get to the dating stage is by chatting them on an app, and you can have these people where you have like that such an intense Absolutely. kind of like conversation that just like really flows and feels like there's humor and everything is and like. Sometimes you meet up and it's just like within Dead. within a second gone. it's gone. It's so, so weird. Like my first date, my first date when I started dating again was very much like that. Yeah, it was just like super intense um, text relationship. Yeah, like this person's like my soulmate and everything's going to be fantastic. And then somebody bounces into a, a, a pool yeah. when you're going for a drink, and I was like, absolutely no, it's yeah. just not for me. No, like, I know what you mean. Um, it it definitely is. Um, it, it's a different. I think though as well, sort of coming back to the the idea of like sort of the way the the change in in uh the way maybe possibly the change the way i'm approaching dating rather than uh, sort of a more global thing which i'd which i'd kind of apply to it i think as you get a bit older you do get a bit more confidence about things i think it sort of goes back to what you were saying in that you know now you wouldn't take shit so now you're, you're not going out like i've spoken before about how in my early 20s i would have been sort of quite desperate and sort of would have 
just felt the need to just accept whatever was coming my way whereas now I'm a bit more discerning and I'm more kind of like settled in myself so it's like I know what I want and I'm not going to sort of I'm not going to accept something that isn't sort of like I'm fully happy with so when when it comes to dating as well like you you can walk away from a date at the end of a date knowing that you're never going to see that person again. Absolutely, yeah. And it's such a weird, like, I remember I, um, oh, God, a couple of, I remember I, w- I went on a date, uh, like, this is actually, a, 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 like, a while ago, and, um, back in the 80s, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we met at a, a dance in a parish hall, as I said. <laughs> it was Father, the priest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, we went to the confession box. <laughs> but no, I went, so I, I, I had been chatting to this guy, um, I'd been chatting to this guy on, on Growler, I think it was, for a little while, and we kind of had, it seemed like quite a nice flow to the conversation. I felt like it was kind of going to go quite well. And we, I, I had tickets to, like, oh God, I think it was like the, the Literary Festival or something was on, and I happened to randomly take, so do you know that, you know, um, Everything But the, Everything But The Girl, that's, that Missing. band. Missing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the lead singer from that, Tracy Tornick, she was doing, a, a, she was she had a book out and she was doing like a, a um, she was doing like a talk in in in, in the theatre in town about the book and kind of singing a few songs, and so I I had to happen to have two tickets for that, um, and said to this guy, oh, do you want to go to that? And then I think that gave him the impression that I was this sort of person who like goes to things in literary festivals or whatever. I'm not quite sure. Wear a cravat and I saw a cigar. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Or or even just sort of like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. That's Ooh. actually my generalized view of it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> people. Yeah, <laughs> people stop judging literary. people. But no, so I um. I met him at a bar and it was, it was again I, I picked a bar that I hadn't been to before but that I'd wanted to try for a while and so anyway he arrived with this impression of me as this person who kind of like was in the know because yeah. I picked this like out of the way cool new bar and I wanted to go to this event that wasn't your typical event and he like literally arrived and he was like red faced and terrified and he was all like oh my god and he kept telling me so just like, oh you're too cool for me like you're way too cool for me like you did he actually say all this he actually said it all to me god, he actually he, he was telling me like oh you know you're, you're way too cool for me and I, just from the instant he arrived I knew that it wasn't going anywhere so we went down to um we went down and we saw uh, we saw your woman and it was kind of then we left and we went to, to the front lounge or street 66 and we were having a few drinks there and um he just so we, we had the little bit to talk about from the date we'd just been on i think that's the thing like when you're going on a date maybe if you give yourself an activity it can be kind of a good thing because it does mean if the, the conversation isn't flowing you have something at least to talk about but once we kind of exhausted that like, it was just so fucking dull and we ended up talking about like we were we ended up talking about like I can't remember we we talked about there was a video on the TV screen in the bar and it was like a weird music video <laughs> that had all like sort of eggs in it for some reason so we honestly we had I would say a 45 minute conversation about different <laughs> ways in which you could prepare eggs <laughs> And it was like sort of like, oh, and you can poach eggs, and of course you you can boil them, or you can. And if you boil an egg, do you like it hard boiled or soft boiled? And I remember at the very end of that date, because like, I remember I was thinking about this even at the time. I was like, in a different world, with a bit less confidence, I would have pursued this and sort of tried to push something out of it because at least you know it was like a bird in the hand is, is worth doing those. But I remember at the end of it, I I literally um, we stood up in Street Sixty Six, and it has like the doors at both ends, and like literally we, we we sort of said without even shaking hands or anything, it was like right, well, goodbye, and like both just walked off in opposite it. directions, and that was the end of it. And I was just like that extra bit of confidence, I think, kind of means that you know when something isn't working. So to, you... so to me, the extra bit of confidence would have been when the egg chat started. I would have said, you know what, I'm really sorry, but this clearly isn't working. And I probably would have made a spectacle of it, which is not really a good thing. And it's probably, it's almost a mean... No, but it's almost a mean How thing. How dare 
dare you talk to me about poached eggs? <laughs> no, but clearly you didn't want to have a conversation about eggs. No, no, no. But it was the no, but, but you were being polite. When that was last thing, I suppose, like to, to clarify, we 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 had that we had our pints and we were like having that boring conversation. And as soon as the uh, as soon as the conversation, as soon as the pint was finished, it was like, wait, we're out of here, we're gone. <laughs> um, but what what would you so like? What would you say in terms of going on a date? Like, what's the the, the best place to go? Like a gig, so cinema, would, dinner, yeah, going I, for I drive. Would never, I would never do something like for. So what that sort of date to me that you had is never something I would ever do with somebody. Yeah, and the reason being is, I you sort of have to get to know some like that guy. That guy clearly, like, no disrespect to you, but he was settling for the fact that you had arranged everything. Yeah, um, he could have hated that idea, but just because he was that little bit. Less oh yeah, yeah. No, it it is actually it's sort of now in work we're doing this whole thing where we're talking about different communication styles and 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 sort of we were talking last week and about the way you need to be aware that people will look at things with different lenses and I, I've now kind of become quite interested in this where you need to when you put something to someone you need to be aware of the lens that they're looking at it through. Yes. So um I so so now on my on my profile on this is a completely tangent but on my profile on um Growler Grinder I can't remember which one it is I have this quote um from the TV show Catfish which is from the the, the episode where the, the friend is Catfish and the other friend and it's like oh you should never have called me a, a fat ass Kelly Price and so I had I have this on it because I just thought I think that's a really funny episode um, and I put that there because I hate writing anything to put into that box so I just put that there as like a funny different thing and then I was chatting to someone on there and they said to me that they thought that I had set up a Catfish profile that they thought that I was a Catfish profile that was set up by an annoyed person who had been called Fat Ass Kelly Price by the... <laughs> oh, and it's like, you just need to be aware that when you're putting something at people will look people at different... People take it And difference. like in that date that I was talking about, your man obviously had looked at the suggestions I'd made Absolutely. and he had built this character for me and yes. then he was intimidated by that character. Exactly. And like, to be fair, the character he built was right. I am really, you know, in the know. And... <laughs> <laughs> No, but I just think, I think, I suppose with me, um, I would never do that to somebody on a date. And I don't think, I, I don't think you've done it specifically just to try oh, and yeah, deter yeah. that person. But I would always start on this, like, it would, it's usually a drink. And I'd sort of get to yeah, know people's, yeah. um, get to know people's activities and stuff from that. Yeah. That no, I do, I do think it's, it's, I do think that that's probably the best way to start things off is going out for a... I think dinner as well is horrendous. Because, like, I'm one of these weird people that, like, I'm a bit... Like, I'm a fussy eater, as yeah. you well know, like an extremely fussy eater. Yeah. So me coming, like me going for dinner with somebody, it gives me anxiety as it is. Yeah. So having to have that chat where it's like, oh, I can't eat anything on this menu. And the two of us are joking about it. And then the waiter's like, do you want the kids menu and stuff? Yeah. So I, the only thing I'd ever do date wise is in, for, initially is to have a coffee or or to have a drink. Yeah, yeah, Something yeah. really, really casual. Do you know, I've recently, I, I think I've discovered that one of the best first date options is a sober coffee. Yeah. I, I think it actually, like, I mean, you, you like, it sounds horrific in advance, but the reality is you, you go and you, it's sort of like, it's a, it's an inexpensive way to kind of, you know, test drive someone, see whether you're bothered actually committing to, to something Absolutely. more with them. Uh, no, but when you go for, when you meet someone sober, you, you can make a much more informed judgment about whether you actually want to see them again. And I think, because a lot of times, I think, I find dates have the same sort of format. You have the same conversations every first date. Yeah, you do. But then I suppose if, if you're warming to that person, it becomes an awful lot easier. No, but that's exactly it. It's like, when you're going it, you almost know what the format of the yes. template is going to be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's the it's in the nuances of whether or not it's it's something that you'd want to, to commit more to. So it's yeah. like, even though you're, t- you're going to be telling the same stories about where you work and what you do in your life and what yeah. your hobbies are, whatever it is. Yeah. 
Uh, and it's like whether there like is more fun and crack and, and laughter kind of coming from. Now I'm saying that having a drink can like because obviously a drink makes you feel a certain way. Yeah. Um. So if you have a couple of drinks and you really don't like the person, yeah, it, it sort of makes you go right. That's it. I want to get out of here. Yeah. Or the opposite. It's like I want to spend more time with this person as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um. So no, I think a drink or a coffee. Like I think a, a gig or or a cinema. It's just you don't have an opportunity. Yeah, yeah, no, you don't really have an opportunity to talk to someone then, um, and it can be like that kind of awkward thing. I, I actually, I find the cinema a, a really awkward thing to do on like I a don't first think I've done date. It once, ever. I, I have, um, I've done like a cinema date as like a first date, and I find it, it's extremely awkward because like you, you in this instance, like um, both of us were running late, and we, um, so we kind of arrived like just before the film was starting, and so then you, we were sort of like getting like the tickets and we went upstairs and you know, went in and sat down and then you're kind of like, you've just literally just met this person for the first time and then you're sitting silently beside them for like an hour and a half to two hours. That's the thing for and me. Then you, it's a bit strange. You, you don't know whether like, you know, like during the, like for example, when I like to go, when I go to the cinema, I think it's, it's a politeness thing. I, I like, you know, from the second you sit down you feel I think silent until the end of the movie and respect Absolutely. for the people. Of Whereas other people feel like, oh, feel free to chat over the trailers or whatever. Yeah, Where, yeah. You know, so it's, it's like, you know, you don't know what the, the sort of etiquette is or what, what were you uh, well the general etiquette is yeah. don't open your fucking mouth in the cinema assholes <laughs> yeah. what's your what's the best date you were, you were ever had you've ever had oh best I don't know whether I've had a best date it would depend on the person yeah yeah and um, the best like I said the best date for me is sort of something really casual yeah yeah where there's no pressure on definitely yeah. like just a relaxing drink and then see where the night goes like yeah. I would never have anything that's that's preset or and do you get stressed out ahead of meeting people I do it depends on who I'm meeting or the, the impression in my head of who I'm meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, everyone everyone gets anxious before meeting somebody new. But if you've had sort of a, a textual relationship, which most people have had nowadays, yeah. you've, you've, you've at least got some sort of idea. Even if, if when you meet them, that idea is completely um, irrelevant or that, that, that idea is completely yeah. non-conforming to what you had thought yeah, initially. Yeah, yeah. Um, then, yeah, no, anxious, but no. Not really. I wouldn't. You wouldn't get on beforehand. Or... <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of you people that would drink a half a bottle of wine. No, you're heading out the door. no, 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 no. I uh, no, I, I do. I suppose like I, I, I suffer from um, too much of an imagination. Maybe where kind of like I hang my. I kind of like to go off and daydream about kind of the potential possibilities of something. So you're chatting to someone online, and then sort of you're already rehearsing the speech you're going to give at your wedding, and then you meet them, and you're like, "This is why this is why you're single." <laughs> No, I know. Like everyone has a romantic stroke as well, yeah, but um, no, I'd never allow myself to that because I've been let down too much. There's yeah. been so many people that give a certain, um, give you a certain impression when you're talking to them online or talking to them on text, and then when you meet them. But do you, do you think? Do you think that? Like, do you, do you think you kind of kill the date with over texting beforehand? Like, do you think? Do you think that you can actually? You can have someone who potentially you get on with really well, but like by the time you've met up with them you've kind of moved into this weird space where you, where you know so much about each other from that's the texting. That's a really good point. That like, really but then you point. also don't know them at all. Like yeah. there's a weird sort of divide. That is like where you, you feel like, you feel like you can't, you can't use the same set of questions that you've used in texts. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a really yeah. good point. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. You, you could over, you could ruin it by, by having an over, overly friendly text I, relationship. I think you're right. I think the nice thing about a first date is learning. About that yeah. yeah. But if you learned it already in text, you're like, yeah. So how do you cook your eggs? Poached, fried. But then, like, I've had disastrous dates too. Have yeah. You not? Oh, absolutely. 
I've had more disaster sites. Than oh, me too. But, but I, I do, I've had like, I think that I've had a handful of like excellent, excellent dates. And then I've had a ton of, well, I've had like another kind of like slightly larger handful of disaster sites. And then like so many just bland, boring in the middle ones. Yeah, where it's mad. Um, I remember, God, one of the worst, most awkward dates I ever had in my entire life was I was chatting to this guy. Um, So I was chatting to this guy on one of the apps and I... He, he looked very similar to a guy I knew from my hometown up in Drada. And I thought that that's who I was talking to. Uh, now, we didn't know each other, you know, very well. We kind of were connected through other friends. And I thought to myself, I, and I kind of thought, oh, this is nice. And his name was, he had the same name as well. Um, so for the, for the purpose of this, we'll call him Peter. So I was like, oh, this is nice. Peter's, uh, Peter's chatting to me. And Peter never mentioned anything about the common friends we had. And I just thought, oh, right, okay, well then, you know. He maybe he he doesn't want to do that on purpose, or maybe he feels like a bit awkward, kind of because you know this is a very different context for us to be I'm talking. I'm Peter in. have known James. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So this this Peter would have known me, and I thought that that's who I was talking to. Um, and we arranged to go on a date, and I was we were meeting at the back of the at the, the back of the gaiety, and I um I remember I was chatting to him, and I started like there was some sort of inkling in my head where I was just like, this is unusual that he's not referencing. You know, and the fact that we, we know each other. And we were both going to a mutual friend's wedding two weeks later and he hadn't mentioned that. And I was like, well, that's a bit strange. And then also he kind of kept referring to the fact that he didn't know certain places in Dublin. And when I said, oh, do you want to meet at the gate? And he was like, oh, I'm sorry, because I actually know where that is. I was like, that's really unusual. Because this guy's lived in Dublin. <laughs> and so I, anyway, like this, this is a story about like how I, um, how I'm a, a fool. But so we, um, we arranged to meet at the gaiety and I like went back and I had sort of and I was sort of a bit unsure about the whole thing anyway because I was like you know I, I know this guy from home and is that going to be awkward so got down to the gaiety to meet him was looking around because I couldn't see him anywhere and then suddenly I don't want to be derogatory but this rather unattractive man started making his way towards me who was considerably shorter and squatter than the person and I was like and it turned anyway that, that it he, wasn't Peter it wasn't Peter it was it was, oh. it was, it was, it was no his name is also Peter but he oh, right. was uh he he was a very different person, but we that wasn't like to be honest. I, I was like kind of like okay, we'll, we'll give the give the, the date a chance. Like you know, fair enough. I his photograph looked similar enough that I did think it was this guy. But whatever. So we went into um to Wagamama there on on uh, Stevens Good Shopping Centre, and he just took over. Like he 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 took over the instant we said he was like kind of like he was like you're gonna order this and you're gonna order this and you're gonna order this and he like he ordered the food for me and then like ordered and like when which I found really annoying he ordered dessert when he was ordering the starter in the main course which I don't know I just, oh you don't do no that. You, don't, you don't you don't do that that's a massive but I mean also like telling me kind of like this is what you're ordering and then ordering it for me and then like in the entire conversation like he was so full on and being all like oh my god you know we're, you know he, he showed me he had like set up an Amazon wish list of presents he was going to buy me at Christmas and I was like literally we've been talking for like a week <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, and I was just like oh this is so then we left uh, when we finished up there like it was really fucking awkward and like the conversation was dragging like really from the moment I met him I knew that I wasn't that into him and I was sort of like oh, this isn't going to go anywhere but I'll be nice to the guy and then he sort of showed me that actually he was a bit of a douchebag anyway so I kind of felt more justified because I yeah, was like yeah. and then so we left there and I uh, being a fucking terrible person was like oh um, I'm, I'm terribly sorry you seem like a really nice guy but I'm just not ready to move on from my, from my, from my ex <laughs> <laughs> and I just recently broke up so we um, he insisted on walking me back to my house and then insisted that like he, we plan another date and like he'd put it into the calendar of uh uh, he put it into the calendar of, of my phone that we were going to meet up like I think two days later oh, and Peter, Peter, I know Peter. it was like really really creepy and so I uh, literally 
he wanted to come upstairs to my place so that we could talk about my, my relationship because he was like oh my friends say I'm a great uh, shoulder to cry and I was like no you're, you're not getting in the door here so I like literally the second I closed the door behind me I sent him a message being like uh, nice to meet you don't think we get on see you now bye and like just blocked him on every form yeah <laughs> he sounds a bit strange also. yeah no but I mean you meet those people though those people because actually that's not the first time I was on a date with someone who ordered like who like insisted that I order food as well yeah so I've had people doing that but I've had people telling me what I should be doing with my life and stuff after a first date it's like you don't no get, no I, yeah. I don't know where I'm going but like you should know where <laughs> yeah. I'm going in life um, I, no I've had people before like I've had bad dates but I, unlike you I just wouldn't I just ended like I've done that. I've ended it mid proper date. Really? Was yeah, I felt date? felt really good for that. Yeah. So this guy, he was just such an asshole. Um, God, years ago, and he was all he done was talk about his ex and how he wanted to get back with his ex. And I was like, "You're sitting here in front of me. You're supposed to be impressing me." Yeah. Um. So in the end, like he had bought he'd bought the first round. I bought the second round, and then he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna have to buy you a drink back." And I was like, "Do you know what? Actually, shove your drink up your ass. I'm just gonna leave because you're a horrible person." <laughs> And I felt really brilliant. I felt, yeah. I felt like Melanie Griffin and Working Girl when I left that bar and I walked the streets of Dublin. I felt brilliant about myself. Because yeah. that was probably the first time ever that I was like, you know what, you don't have to be in this situation yeah. if you don't yeah. want to be in it. I just I, think I'm really good at dating though, generally. Oh God, you've got some amount of confidence, No, you? but I, I do, because if, I don't, if I'm not confident doing the date, I leave it. Yeah, well, I, I, I do suppose I would be more ruled by probably politeness, where I would... Um, I don't... Okay, I, I hear what you're saying, but by me saying I'm look, I'm really sorry, but I don't think it's gonna work. Yeah, that's, really, that's, not, that's not impolite. That's not you're, that's not impolite. It's kind of just saying, look, let's wrap. It's this not up normal, now. I yeah. suppose, to to wrap yeah. something in the middle of it. But it's like I could be doing something better. I just I, my time is very precious. <laughs> yeah. I'm a precious person. <laughs> Got to catch up in my Carnation Street. <laughs> Absolutely, but like that to me, like I'm sorry, it's precious. Like and, and yeah. it is. It's an age thing, and you you learn these things as as you get older. Yeah, like you must have learned an awful lot more quicker than I did. That's thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I, I, oh, I've girl. noticed the theme here. You just constantly refer back to my uh, my, my my advancing age. Well, it's because you like you don't have any pearls of wisdom, and I have more, and I'm younger than you. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to someone. We we need to do some sort of a survey here about who's being bullied. Yeah. <laughs> yes, let's do that. I'm uh, really impressed by Peter's um, tech savviness. Yeah. <laughs> calendar Amazon wishlist <laughs> I know I was no, to be fair I, I was quite impressed by that I, I uh, in a way kind of that like you could be that sort of um, I, I don't even know what the word is just sort of like you could, you could assertive just, assertive yeah, yeah. Like, that you could, just be, you could be that assertive that you could just be like this is I, I'm you know I, we sort of have to applaud people like that yeah, I mean, as crazy as he is, no, because there's there's actually lots of people I know who are quite like that, who just have a, a complete lack of self awareness, and I am so jealous of them. Yeah, because I, I, I wish too. I could be like that. Yeah, because the thing about it is, like everyone is looking at them and kind of rolling their eyes and thinking, "Oh fucking hell, this person's an idiot," but they don't well, realize they don't that. Yeah, they, they and they're like, and, all the, and they're doing exactly what they want to do, well, and they're they just like they're living their life exactly as they want to live their life. And and that's like fair play to them. Whereas Absolutely. I'm like constantly walking around with this like sense of like, oh my god, am I doing the right thing? Am I saying the right thing? Am I making the right? Blah, blah, blah? And if people seem the right way about me or whatever, or am I treating these people okay? And I'm like, I, I wish I could be a bit more yeah. unself aware. Yeah, maybe I could lack lack that self awareness. Be great. Maybe we've too much intelligence. I think that's it. To be fair, I do yeah. because I do some of those people. Um, they I, lack emotional. Intelligence. They lack a bit of emotional and intelligence, and they they can be sort of like I think that they they sort of feel like everything is about them as well oh, like they, kind of, they kind of feel like they're in the centre of the entire world and can't step back long enough to actually realise that they're not 
They definitely aren't. No. Anyway, we won't be dating those people. <laughs> but have you ever had um, have you ever had a really fantastic date? Um, and and then so we'll get to another topic whether sleeping with that person on a date it, on the first date is is a good thing or a bad yeah. thing. But have you ever had a fantastic date where you go back and you've had a really bad shag and it's totally changed your mind on that person? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I have. Um. Or like the kind of the classic one where you get back to the bedroom and realize you're both the same operating on the same <laughs> the same position. And um, not just that, like the, your your heart just drops out. Yeah, you're like, no, absolutely. You know I just um, want to leave now. But to be honest, like uh, sometimes I, I, I think that if you can have perfectly passable or, or like good sex, like that's one thing. But I think that if you go back to someone's house, I so I, to be to be specific, I'm talking about like the very very first date I had with um with Victor. I um. We had a fantastic evening together. We had like we, we we met up and it was just this beautiful, wonderful sort of like thing. And we went back and then had the most awkward and sort of not not unpleasant, but like it was sort of like awkward, bumpy, like sort of I I need him in the balls. He kind of like accidentally <laughs> headbutted me. Sex and it was just like terrible sex. We had terrible sex, but in a way that we were both able to laugh at that. Yeah, then yeah, it yeah. kind of um, then it, it sort of became a. Uh, like I think, think like that was kind of okay. Whereas other times you could go back and have like absolutely amazing sex with someone, but like there's there's nothing happening. There's nothing time. afterwards. Like, yeah. like the, the other things. So I think that if you can get past bad sex with someone, if you kind of have in, enough in common or you're enjoying. What about the rules company? that people feel they need to follow? So it's like don't sleep on the first date, wait till the third. Like do you do you agree? Uh, with the I think that there's or? I think that there's I think that there's two sets of rules. Like, I think we do have to acknowledge that there's a different set of rules for for straight couples and particularly for girls because I think that in the gay world, sex is so upfront. Like literally, like you're making this. Like in most cases, you're selecting the person you're going on a date with because they're the sort of person you want to have sex with. And like in a lot of ways, you'd almost be better having sex before you go on your date and then like going out afterwards because like the sex is so upfront in the gay community. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I, I like I have no hassle with it, and I and this is terrible. I actually think like people who are in the gay scene who are like, oh no, I need to wait. I'm like, yeah. just cop yourself on. Yeah, come on. Yeah, like you need to make sure you're compatible in that Absolutely. way, or you need to make sure that you're going to enjoy. Otherwise, it. you're going to be fucking disappointed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I agree yeah, with that yeah. sentiment definitely. But, but I think for the girls, they get a terrible hard time. They they if, because if they put out too early then they're seen as a slut if they don't put out early if they don't put out early enough they're seen as a prude then like some guys will just lose interest as soon as they've had I don't know it seems like an absolute I wouldn't like to be a lady a lady on the straight dating scene no definitely not I wouldn't like to be a lady anyway no I mean it's a, it's a tough world very very hard yeah very it hard. is it really is um, yeah but the set of rules yeah throw them out the window yeah I don't think we need to follow any rules do we no, I don't think so. Just no, follow so. follow what you say. Like, I think I've got a couple of friends now who are very much like, you have to accept me exactly as I am. Do you believe in modifying yourself to go on a date? Do like, I believe in modifying? Like, sort of like, sort of like showing the person that you're going on a date kind of like a, 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 a modified version of yourself. No, I actually don't. You don't. So do you think, but like, in all aspects? Actually, no. I, 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 I'm disagreeing with myself now. Um, the smoking thing can be a massive thing for, for certain people. Yeah. Um, as you know I'm a smoker it's horrendous don't ever do it this is a disclaimer never smoke um, but people have a serious issue with that nowadays yeah. um, and I would hide that from a lot of people so that's a big thing to hide though because yeah. like, that's like like that's like a you know that's a sort of a pretty fundamental part of so when I, I went on a date quite recently um, with somebody and neither of us 
neither of us told each other whether we smoked or didn't smoke it just wasn't a thing yeah and of course like we were about three hours into the date and I was gasping and he was like look I'm really sorry but do you mind if I have a cigarette and I actually could have kissed the ground he walked on yeah was like this is the most fantastic news I've ever heard <laughs> in my life let's have 16 cigarettes all at the one time <laughs> but it instantly made me more relaxed with that person because I'm like well, that person has is not has be judging this, you, yeah, exactly because yeah. they have because you were you were talking that about that other date you had with the person where they like literally started like handing out the nicotine patches, absolutely, and, yeah. and they were next smoking themselves, and they were like, "I will tell you how you yeah, need yeah, to yeah. give them up, and the easiest way of doing it." And I was like, yeah. "No, don't tell me what I need to do. If you have a, if you have an issue with it, tell me now and leave." Because yeah. do you know what? I'm going to continue smoking. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. if anything, like if it went further, I'd probably just smoke more cigarettes around. Exactly. Just yeah. It's you off. Blowing in your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose the I, way. Modi- I would modify myself in that in that respect. But elsewhere, no. no. What you see is what you get. Well, I, I I do like. I think you need to be upfront about 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 who you are and, and kind of like who you are as a person. But I, I think that um people can get frightened off. So. Yeah, but no, actually, okay. So it's it's sort of like I know it's it's more it's more about kind of like slowly revealing who you are rather than being like this is me accept me yeah yeah <laughs> yeah there's, there's two there's two different strands there's the the guy that that orders for you at Wagamama and then there's someone who yeah yeah over yeah, time yeah. you you need to learn that yeah that's your fucking control let's be honest you're not going to show your mood swings straight away no <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to show your massive negative kind of like you're not going to roll rage when you're in the car that's it yeah, yeah. yeah. So when you're driving everybody like, collect them for the first date but beat them in some hell <laughs> yeah fuck you <laughs> To segue this back to the main topic, in terms of like <laughs> bad bad habits that people have on on dates, like what's the have you have you ever chewing gone, too loudly? Have you ever gone on a date with someone where you've been like that? This one thing that they do just absolutely drives me. Well, not, yeah, um, I have this really weird thing where people have to have clean fingernails, and I just think it, it's insane that you don't have clean fingernails. Um, so much so that like I would clean them three or four times in work. I'm Isn't just that really, a sign of a psychopath, possibly. But, um, <laughs> so I, I've been in dates before where I've looked at people's fingernails and realised they're dirty and been like, oh God, I just, anything you do now, you, there's no comeback. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's your bad hygiene. Yeah, it's also, yeah, no, it, uh, it kind of highlights that there's going to be lackness in other areas as well and you're not Absolutely, gonna... you're dirty and sorry. Yeah. You're what about you? Give me a bad habit that you absolutely No, I, I don't, I don't like pushy, I don't like pushy people and I don't like people who, um, it's actually it's weird because it's, it's like it's like the uh, the three bears it's like I, I don't want you to be too pushy but I don't want you to be like so I hate people who don't make decisions and won't make decisions I find that really annoying where it's kind of like always up to you to like kind of be like this is where we're going to go and this is where we're like I want to be able to suggest oh well we go to this restaurant and have someone to be like oh I'm not mad in that one but let's go to this one instead rather than someone who's like yeah please yeah or someone who's going to be like we're going here and this is where like I, so I want someone in the mean where you, someone in someone in the middle where I'm kind of those assholes I'm sorry where you're where I'm just like I don't really mind I don't care oh I hate that is the most annoying I thing I know but I, do, I, I think oh, I, the, pla- no. the place I come from is out of politeness rather than oh but I like I mean I think okay do you know what it's okay if then if you then absolve yourself the worst is like you need to absolve yourself then of any right to complain about not liking where you end up I never would but so that's the thing because you, you go you sometimes you meet you, you meet someone and they are like oh I don't mind where we go it's fine we'll go anywhere and then you're like oh let's go here and then you go there and then they're like Oh, I don't really like this place. It's like oh, what no, I, talking, I definitely wouldn't. Uh, oh, it's like what I was talking about like, a couple of weeks ago with your man Tapas Boy, where we ended up in a restaurant he wouldn't even fucking eat, and I was like, yeah. "This is ridiculous." Yeah, no, that's like I'm that I'm that fussy usually anyway that I have to have like five or six like restaurants that I'm actually okay with. Yeah, but yes, rather than me going here, let's go yeah. here, I, I probably wouldn't. And now, what about how long do you think you should wait to meet someone after you start texting them? 
I would, ASAP. Yeah, me too. I'd say a couple of days, most. most. Two to three days. Yeah. Me, even, and I meet for a sober coffee. And uh, then... Yeah, or there. a drink. I'd, well... Actually, I've had perfectly beautiful dates where you like I've gone to the Phoenix Park and we've done nothing. Yeah. And we've just talked. No, absolutely. Like, I, I, I was actually, I actually meant to ask you, because I know that you, that was, like, you have a car, so it's something that's more, like, available to you. It's kind of that idea of, like, going out for a drive somewhere, going out to Hope, going up to the Phoenix Park, like, going yeah. somewhere where you can go for yeah. a bit of a walk. And I think that's a really nice date as well, because you're, you're in a, you're, you're in sort of, you're able to talk about your surroundings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, You've absolutely. got, like, something there to talk about, but you're able to, um... Yeah, so I suppose I probably would do more of that sort of date than I would the traditional coffee route or the, the yeah, traditional yeah, drink yeah. route. Um, yeah, but the Phoenix Park is definitely up there with paper Absolutely, cross. down to the freight line afterwards. <laughs> if it hasn't Just worked out. Car. Or if it has. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet love oh. alarm. Before we go, tell me, in the next week, is there anything that you'll be living for or anything you need to come for and get off your chest? I've realised I've got like something, I've got this pattern where I just come for stuff. I don't live for anything, do I? No, you don't. This section. So are you living for coming for things? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I am coming for, uh, what I'm coming for is, um, so this is, it's primarily an American thing, but it's found its way to Ireland and I, I was afraid it was coming and I seen a video on Facebook the other day and I was disgusted. What is this? Gender fucking reveal party bastards. <laughs> so this guy this guy I know who I didn't actually know him and his girlfriend were pregnant and they had this video up where they'd done the proper gender reveal yeah. thing and they, like she's not even showing yet and it's just it's a really early thing but the two of them were like oh rip open the box and they were so excited I was just like what? don't do this this is so American we've already fucking put up with your baby shower bollocks and then yeah. you're coming with this gender reveal I don't agree with it you don't. especially on your first let it be like a surprise. Why do you want to know? Oh, people love to just have a moment all about themselves. I mean, to be honest, I, I think it's 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 fair enough to be able to have a moment. I just think they're really tacky. I think it's it's it like, is tacky. Like it's really fucking tacky. And the whole like, and tr- especially when people are doing the like the trying to make it viral. It's like I, like videoing it. And it's I've like seen, yeah, the cake so and it's all, I've I, seen oh. them before where like they haven't worked and they failed and it's just it's awful. It's yeah, awful. No. But I don't look. We've accepted your baby shares as much as we hate them. We've accepted them. Don't come here with your gender reveal party. <laughs> it, it really is. You're getting, so you're getting road rage. Stern warning. Stern warning to these gender reveal them. bastards. I really don't agree with them. Who are they revealing to? The camera? Themselves. So this is that they don't know their own, the baby's gender. So they're finding out themselves when they open this box. So like the two of them are jumping around and everyone else is like, oh my God, I can't believe you're having a boy. I can't believe you're having a girl. It's like, well, we actually don't care. You're the ones raising it. I'm not raising it. <laughs> no, but if you want to find out, go to your fucking obstetrician, go to your lady that does the scan, find out then. It's a private thing. Keep it private. Don't make, don't make it a thing. I don't yeah. do it. Sorry. Rant over. No, that's fine. That's fine. That is, I think I, I, I agree with you. I'm also coming for that. Fabulous. There you go. Toot. 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 Boost. Toot. Toot. Boost. 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 So what, Tammy what are you coming for a little this week? Well, actually, interestingly enough, what I'm coming for this week is also on the, the sort of Facebook thing. I think Facebook, I don't know, people are becoming, um, people on it are, are just becoming, I don't even know, like it's just. It's are they a, becoming or are you, are you getting less tolerant? 
I think I'm getting less strong. This is Instagram as well, because uh, actually the, the, the example I have here is a screen grab I took from Instagram. It, it's those sort of um, people who create these fucking ridiculous images to be all like, 97% of my friends won't share this. Are you one of those people? <laughs> yes, so I like, am. <laughs> yeah, I fucking am. <laughs> I am one of those people. But no, so I saw, there, I saw this one the other day and I, I've got it here. It's, it's um, sadly, 97% of Facebookers won't repost this, but seven different species of bees were put on the endangered species <laughs> Species this. If the bees disappear, strawberries, avocados, coffee all disappear. This is your problem and this is your wake up call. Like and share before it's too late. I'm like, would you fuck off? Like and share before it's too late. I, I, swear to, like, I mean, if, if, the, if the global climate goes into meltdown and like bees become as not having an avocado with brunch is going to be the least of your fucking problems. And also, it's like sort of like and share before it's too late. So, like, this is going to solve this. Is gonna this, solve. Is, this is going to quick. Someone showed this to Donald Trump so he can yeah. rejoin the Paris Climate Accords. But you know, what? actually, kind of depressing. I think actually this might get into it. It's it's the same thing where like this child has cancer and one like equals one prayer and God's gonna see it oh, and God's gonna strike that child. God, yeah. It's, it's but uh, the, the people are get people are getting so sort of judgmental and passive aggressive and just like uh, angry. So there's another one I saw which just a person shared and it's like it just it says nothing except it makes my blood boil. It just says you seriously have no idea what people are dealing with in their personal lives. So just be nice. It's that simple. It's like, and you're just scrolling through Facebook and suddenly this like person is screaming at you. It's the same with the passive aggressive. Oh God, they're just all assholes. Are you okay, hon? Yeah, yeah, I'll PM you. Yeah. I hate it. No, I hate it. I absolutely, yeah, I, I, yeah, anyway, that's 96% of you Facebookers won't come to my gender reveal party. <laughs> oh. Assholes. Yeah. So, uh, big gay bucket list. One like equals one prayer. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't, we're going to come for you. Yeah. Make sure to give us a like on Facebook or Instagram at Big Gay Bucket List or follow us on Twitter at Big Gay Bucket or send us an email to let us know what you think of the show to BigGayBucketList at gmail.com. There's just enough time to say thank you to uh, Martin, our producer, an all-round sound guy. And from all of us here, thank you for listening to The, the Big, Big Gay, Gay Bucket List. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>